Right, what's another food stuff associated with Christmas that we can repurpose into a concept for a Christmas film? Well, I must say, I don't really think of mixed nuts as being a Christmas thing. Uh, no, I had mixed nuts as a chillin' um, yeah, back, at, back at my dad's house. But back at my dad's end. house, as long as there were no vegetables, it was... Uh, you know, oh, yeah, that's, 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 that's Christmas. So I think as long as, as long as it's nothing, you know, particularly left-wing like vegetables... That bad beer legume you got there, son. <laughs> no, Dad. <laughs> Back to the boar store with you, you say. Uh, you <laughs> he say. would say. With a, um, with a hearty laugh and a bounce of his belly. <laughs> and a, a quick trip to the boar store it would be. So, okay, what have we got? Well, you know, there's no, nothing says Christmas like a pie, like a cheese pie. So, Yes, cheese pie, that's right. So the movie's yeah. called Cheese Pie. What, what's we, it, what, how do we art- articulate that and tie the, fe- the premise into cheese pie? Okay, well, Steve Martin's back, obviously, um, with, a of sco- course. with a score to settle with uh, Societe <laughs> at large. Yep, Society. Aust- yeah, Society, and, and the Australian man that's in Mixed Nuts <laughs> that does the, the, oh, yes, the American accent. Brother, yeah. That's it. And um, what was the question? How do we incorporate this into Christmas? Yeah, how do we make it a cheese pie movie? <laughs> oh, <a> cheese- <laughs> how do we make it a classic <laughs> cheese pie movie, mate? Oh, God. God, well, I, I have the perfect plan, and that is... So, okay. You, yes, here we go. As, as I said, Steve Martin's Steve Martin is still in it. Got to got to respect the mark. Yep. Uh, Juliette Lewis yep. is in it, and she yep. gets hit by a cheese pie. <laughs> there you go. Got it, mate. That's it. Million then, dollar budget. And then as, as she falls unconscious, probably Steve Martin just stands yeah. over her, going, "Ah, cheese pie." <laughs> ah. And then, and that's um, everything about an English Christmas to me. Yeah. And then he turns to the camera and he's like, oh, what's the deal with kids today? Oh, yeah. man. It's topical as well. How do they keep it so fresh? Like a cheese pie. <laughs> as fresh as a cheese pie, mate. That's what I always say. <laughs> it's fresh like a cheese pie runs the tagline. <laughs> Welcome to One Good Thing, a podcast that's only good on the phone. I'm Paul Pothole. I don't even have a fax. We are carrying on regardless of all requests with our 2022 Christmas season. Makes nuts. We're reviewing one of the very worst received Christmas movies of all time, maybe. It's 1994's black comedy, Mixed Nuts. Philip's job is solving other people's problems. May I put you on hold while I run to my desk? Uh, You're not calling from a bridge or holding a weapon? No. Good. But unfortunately, he's got problems of his own. I don't know how to say this. My psychiatrist thinks we should break up. I didn't know you were going to a psychiatrist. Well, I'm not actually going to one. I've been dating one for four months. And now it's Christmas. Can we show a little Christmas spirit around here? Merry Christmas! Somebody's not in the holiday mood, I guess. (laughs) A time when the lonely... If you think your husband is having an affair, he is. ...feel most alone. I'm very lonely tonight. Is there any chance I could stop by and talk? Well, if you are willing to make a small donation, say perhaps five grand... I'm kidding. TriStar Pictures presents... Are you a professional ukulele player? Oh, no, I'm a writer. What do you write? T-shirts. Mixed nuts. It's it's not as black as the Ben Affleck one, and it's not as good. <laughs> oh, true. Oh, God. <laughs> not as good as that. I listened to our episode on that today, 
Oh. And my God, was it a fraud? Listen, <laughs> we, were so, we were so unhappy. Christmas with a psychopath, <laughs> uh, which is the Japanese title. <laughs> this one is Christmas with psychopaths. <laughs> oh, God. Now, uh, yeah, the film is directed by Nora Ephron, one of the very few household name female directors, especially of her era, whose place in the canon is not necessarily guaranteed due to the often condescending views held by the non not uncoincidentally male-dominated institutions of fil- film academia and criticism mm. towards romantic comedies, which is where she made her, made uh, her name. But fuck all that, let's focus on her least well-respected work! Yay! I have no respect Yay! for her whatsoever, mate, because this is the only... <laughs> I think this is the only Nora Ephron movie that I've seen. And I'm personally responsible for everything in it. I am aware that she is very well respected for having written When Harry Met Sally and um, having directed Sleepless in Seattle, You've Got Mail, and Julie and Julia. Uh, mm. None of which I have seen. No. I'm also aware that she is uh, not well respected for having directed Michael and. Oh, God, something in the noughties. Michael. Michael. Michael and Michael. Um, a very <laughs> ill-thought-out uh, duology. One in which uh, John Travolta <laughs> plays an angel, the other in which Nicolas Cage plays that same angel. Oh, was, um, oh um, ahead City of, its of time Angels. In some ways. Is that City of Angels? Yeah. The, the uh, No, no, no. <laughs> Although, oh my god, I didn't even put that together, that there is a Nicolas Cage angel movie, which is a remake of uh, Wings of Desire. That had <laughs> nothing to do with Nora Ephron, but oh my god, that's weird, that the face-off guys each have an angel movie. <laughs> Um, Bewitched, that was it. She did the Bewitched oh. with Brendan Fraser. Oh. No, she didn't even. Sorry, oh. my mistake. Um, She did oh. do a terrible movie called Bewitched, but it wasn't Bedazzled, which is what I was thinking oh. of. It's that remake of the witch um, comedy with the Nicole Vivitch. Kidman and Will Ferrell. Oh. The, the Bewitched. <laughs> that fraught folk horror film. Comedy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm. See, I'm so out of my depth, and I apologize for that, everyone. I don't tend to get on well with comedy movies, and the fact that we occasionally have to watch something like Mixed Nuts doesn't exactly help with that. <laughs> so, this is what all comedy's like, huh? Yeah. All right. Well. <laughs> I'm, I feel continually justified in only watching Jean Dillman forever. Best movie of all time. Even better Best than The Shawshank Redemption. Time. Yeah, because um, watching, this, <laughs> watching this movie makes me think that Nora Ephron was a Gary Marshall type. And uh, uh, just like, like <laughs> just just watching this movie, you know, not uh, right, not actually knowing anything about Nora Ephron. Did Gary Marshall also do a few really good ones? Did he do Did he do Pretty Woman, or is that someone else? I have no idea, mate. <laughs> Again, yes. I'm so out of my territory. This is literally I get to be a non-film guy whenever the conversation turns to American comedies. I just have no idea. Pre- I mean, Pretty Woman, Paul is is a serious movie. I've seen the second half of Pretty Woman and I remember f- quite liking it and then having a conversation just before we, just before I disappointed in us in not providing us with a live audience of um, Kazuo Ishiguro, uh, oh, yeah. having a, ca- a conversation with Nadia and Casey about how Pretty Woman is actually not great. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. I have a very distinct memory for when I'm opposed on things, <laughs> when I'm correctly opposed on things. <laughs> Correct. Correctly, I should say. Yes, Gary Marshall directed Pretty Woman. Um, but he also okay. directed Mother's Day and all the shit films we've covered in this Oh, right, podcast. yes, Gary Marshall, yeah. Incredibly old man. Yeah. The oldest dead, man in- who ever lived. Incredibly old dead man, Gary Marshall. That's correct. And, and, and we're now dealing with, um, with uh, tragically not as old, also dead Nora Ephron. So let's get ready yes, absolutely. to insult Let's get ready for all of that, because yeah. this film is also part of that rich tradition of terrible American remakes of French comedies. 
almost as if the humor oh, doesn't really boy. travel that well. Almost. Get the fuck out of here, Lacajo Falls. Stop compliment casing things here. <laughs> oh, but they managed it with force majeure, Paul, which isn't French. Oh, of but course. But it has a French yes. name. Yes. Well, there you go. You see, if it's any other comedy, it translates like a motherfucker. <laughs> <sighs> this is there a remake go. of the French film Le Père Noël Es un Odeur. Mm. Any idea? Any guess? Le, Le Père Noël Es un Odeur. How do you spell that? Es un. Es un. Odeur. E S U N. Okay, Aeon. Yep. I think. Aeon. No, it's I guess you wouldn't usually pronounce yes, I don't think, but if it's before a vowel, maybe? Es un. Yeah, to give it. Es un and, and the, the final dorm, uh, dormer sleep. sleep. No, it's it's a uh, no, it's order. Sorry, I'm fucking with you. Oh, okay. O o r d u r e. So like or uh, like the or the ordeal of Father Christmas. No, the ordeal of Father it's Christmas. S un so is a. Oh, is a wank. Order. <laughs> Close is a stinker. Order like odor. Uh, okay. Uh, so okay. yeah, Father Christmas is a stinker, and a it's about apparently feast de pute uh, Well, exactly. I just uh, Father Christmas. Uh, a, a guy dressed up as Father Christmas goes to a, pa- a Christmas party of a suicide hotline, and hijinks ensue. Is the uh, oh, I can imagine what hijinks. What hijinks? What a stinker! What a stinker that guy actually is. So critics reacted to the film like a faxed breakup note. Yeah. Breakup text really can't compare. Not to. <laughs> Ooh, a fax. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> I am leaving. I hope it, I hope it's the house so that she can be here soon. <laughs> this this engagement reservation won't hold itself. <laughs> oh god, critics reacted to the film. Oh yeah, I've already said that bit. Yeah. So. <laughs> Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times said Uh-oh. Every character shines with such dazzling intensity And such inexhaustible comic invention That the movie becomes tiresome Like too oh. many clowns oh. You ever had too many clowns, mate? Um, I'm not I don't live, Very tiresome I haven't lived the same privileged lifestyle as Roger Ebert <laughs> I was too busy dancing, motherfucker Must we have another clown, mother? <laughs> <laughs> Father, mother has ordered so many clowns for my birthday she, There's barely any room for Guests. <laughs> Settle down, baby Roger Ebert. Articulate baby <laughs> Roger Ebert. <laughs> One year old Roger Ebert. <laughs> uh, public, on the other hand, did feel that this movie had tits like Tolly, Dolly Parton. I mean, we all think that. Shh. We are, we're all thinking it probably does. Sheldon Wood at Google said, Very yeah. funny and entertaining from beginning to end. Yeah. I like how everything ties together at the end. I think this is the only movie I've seen Steve Martin with no grey or white hair. <laughs> Powerful stuff. It's a bonus, you know. Um, <laughs> people, people to end, argued I was thinking about that. Well, people argued that it didn't exist. Yeah, I've got something surprising for you. Oh, uh, is it that SNL is good? <laughs> that would be a surprise, but no, it's not. Okay. It's absolutely not. Oh, okay, no, Adam Sandler is only a sixman. What? Oh, free to a man, free in a bush, free, free. Yo. Films are shit, mate. After all this time, this is his sixth movie. That feels literally impossible. I think if we encount- if we counted his producing credits, he would be an infinite. Yes, man. okay, yeah, because you'd have the wrong Missy to start. Yeah. But, Bucky Larson. Wow. Bucky Larson. So yeah, gr- Grown Ups 2, Jack and Jill. Ridiculous 6. Ridiculous 6, Spanglish. Yeah. This. Um, that's 6? That's 5. 
I'm willing to believe that there's a, another one, but I'm yeah, I am surprised <laughs> that there aren't more. Yeah, maybe it's very strange. Oh, did we not count um, the Adam Sandlerathon? Oh, um, oh no, we didn't count the Adam Sandler fun in which we reviewed five more Adam yeah. Sandler movies that I mostly hated. You're, yeah. you're right on the money there, mate. Because, yeah. <laughs> I mean... The other one was Pixels. Pixels, there we go. I mean, we could put Little Nicky in there, surely. And, oh, uh, Christ, yeah. yeah. And Who's The Waterboy and The Wedding Singer. <laughs> <laughs> what, was that? what was that, mate? My mic cut out. Nothing. Oh, no, nothing, mate. It's weird that my mic cut out, but I still couldn't hear you. Um... <laughs> Well, I think about that. Uh, what? Let's, let's think about another thing, yeah. which is that this movie was fucking shot. <laughs> it's fucking shit. It was shit, but it was also shot by Sven Nykvist. Ooh. Audiences may know him as the guy who shot almost every good Bergman film, including his amazing 60s era work. Wow. Has also worked with Louis Malle, Bob Fosse, and even Tarkovsky on The Sacrifice. And I can only imagine he was just paid money to not show up. <laughs> I can only imagine that he and Dean Cundy had a bet on yeah. that Dean Cundy fought, fought meant for, for the rest of their lives. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God fucking hell. It doesn't make any sense. What's going on? How, do, how does Sandler keep attracting these incredibly talented cinematographers? Got it. Well, I mean, it... to work with... He also shot Sleepless in Seattle. That even still is quite a break from Bergman. Yeah. <laughs> I guess everybody needs a break from Bergman, even Bergman. That's true. Well, you know, especially yeah, Bergman. <laughs> especially um, Bergman. Yeah. Oh God. Well, well, look. Perhaps because of that, Mix mm-hmm. uh, Nuts has uh, Nykvist has thirteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes, fourteen <laughs> percent on Metacritic, and made six point eight million on a twenty million dollar budget. Uh oh. And uh, yeah, Sandler doesn't come cheap. So, Paul, you loser. Obvious Adam Sandler reference. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> could hear me coming a mile off, mate. Ugh. What's one yeah. thing about mixed nuts that makes you feel all fluffy like you were dancing on a cloud? Oh, it made me feel really good that um, Madeline Kahn is in this. Uh, she, oh, yeah, she you is. Remember, uh, Madeline Kahn also it, in At Long Last Love. Wonderful film. Uh, yeah, absolutely, which didn't appreci- count towards her threesome total. No. Uh, but she was also in... She was in something else, I remember. Yeah, Bla- ah. Blazing Saddles, Paul. Is the obvious? Yeah, she was uh, one, in Blazing but, but, Saddles, but in um, yeah, Lily von Stupp. But in terms yes. of terrible movies, I can't, I can't remember her refuse. But she's in this, and that's she's great. in this. Um, she she's that's in this, moment. and she has one, she has a good moment, and the rest is just sort of smothered under the general noise and cacophony of existence. Oh, God, slash, this film. She's also in Clue. I really like that movie. Ah, can't see good. anything else we would have reviewed as idiots. Maybe it's just this and Long Last Love then. Well, that makes Maybe. me feel better. I forgot that we we yeah. struck that from the records. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You, you rest for another week, horsey X model, Sybil <laughs> Shepherd. <laughs> We're coming for your love. Oh, God. Uh, well, speaking of coming for your love, it's a sunny LA Christmas day. Yeah. And a pregnant woman chasing chases her husband into the street where he crashes into two skaters, Parker Posey and John Stewart, yeah. taking home a Christmas tree, which attracts the attention of Steve Martin. It's, yeah. a fe- it's a tale as old as time, a festive treat for all. With Juliette Lewis there. Oh, God, Felix, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but... Honey, you are the only person in my whole life who's never hurt my feelings. You're a loser, and I can't have a loser dropping in and out of my baby's life. With Juliette Lewis there and Daphne's brother from Frasier. So let's meet some people. Yes, Juliette Lewis is the pregnant lady. Mm-hmm. Um, Australian man 
uh, Anthony LaPaglia is yeah. um, Daphne's British brother from Frasier and is here as the city of New York. I am not a loser. I'm an artist. Why can't you paint on canvas or paper like because anyone else? Because I'm a wall artist. But you don't have a wall. Yeah, but someday I will have a wall. Someday I'm going to do my masterpiece on a great big wall right out there on the boardwalk. And you're going to be in it and the baby's going to be in it and the sand and the sea and the stars are going to be shining. <laughs> somehow this movie isn't a new yorker movie no but he is walking here and um, he is walking everywhere yeah um or he's running here he's running here as santa and <laughs> also rita wilson is here from jingle all the way so Fantastic. and some good stuff as well but there's your christmas credentials <laughs> do you fit the physical description of his victims are you a very attractive woman with long dark hair not really although how long do you think is long at least your shoulders. Uh. We're not permitted to divulge the personal details of our lives, but I can assure you I know what you're feeling. And she yeah, is fantastic. a suicide hotline operator with her possessive mother, right, Madeline Kahn? Oh, was she, she the mother? I thought they were just... I um... thought... Colleagues. Yeah, I thought there was some... No! Okay, this is where maybe I got confused. Right at the beginning, mm. she's complaining to the person who has called her up for suicide adv- advice, uh, oh, yeah. anti-suicide advice, yeah. um, saying, I still live with my mother. So oh. I inferred that that was then oh, the domineering okay. woman who was staring at her and telling her to get off the phone, but maybe it wasn't. No, I also had the, the thought, is this somebody's home or uh, or, is yes. it, or is it not? Because it was hard to tell. What but, with it being yeah. in a tenement block with neighbours? Yes, Um but uh, first sign that this isn't true, where somebody real would live, is that Adam Sandler also lived there. And you that's cannot, true. You strike that from the records. You've got to strike yeah. everything from the records and start again. So yeah, and to um, make matters worse, the whole place is uh, is owned by Gary Shandling. Oh God. Tell me, in all of your calls, has anybody impaled themselves? No. Oh, Stanley, how am I going to tell the people who work for me their jobs are over? I don't know. Try your fire. It works for me. Does anyone ever drink glass? We're broke. The state has cut back our funding. No, they don't drink glass. Stanley, for God's sake, what's the matter with you? Oh, they must. They must what? They must what? What? They must drink glass. They must. Yeah, the worst, the, the most unsettling cinematic presence that there ever was. And a, yeah, he's in the process yeah. of evicting them all, uh, yeah. the entire office. But Martin is hiding it from his co-workers. Yeah. Because, you know, I, I guess, you know, even people who work for like mental health, uh, like well-being or, or you know suicide prevention yeah. or advo- advocacy can still not really mm. practice what they preach <laughs> oh absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can be oh, God, yeah. truly horrific people <laughs> absolute ableist pieces of shit fantastic um, it's great um, it's a very diverse field doctors can he- can you know be the most unhealthy people on earth it's it's all a rich tapestry i love it i love this society that we've got going for us it's just <laughs> such so- a great society society <laughs> Um, and speaking of Cecilia, um, yeah, he, he goes up and he hides the eviction notice as we get some more yep. hilarious uh, suicide calls. Yep, a... and there's a murderer about as well. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Whoops. Oh, well. <laughs> Whoopsie. And oh, my shot. Martin, Martin gets, uh, Steve Martin gets dumped by Carrie Fisher's sister. Oh. Uh, so we set that up. And this hasn't been very funny so far, but oh, thank God Adam Sandler's here. Oh, good. Okay. Doing one of those voices that made him an American sweetheart. Thanks, America, for everything that you chose to legitimize, <laughs> and for sending back Everything. James Corden, the fucking Ray. <laughs> yeah, did we? Did we say we wanted him back? No. Um, 
You tried with Piers no, Morgan. But... He's in Australia now, so... Uh... Oh, is he? Oh, that's well, lovely, yeah. mate. I saw, well, he did an advert in Australia talking about how he's always stood up for free speech, and that was nice. Um, oh, that's nice. It's I hope the irony isn't know. lost on him being a cunt and it won all that. Uh, <laughs> I hope so... everyone appreciates that out there. But <laughs> um, Madeline Kahn gets stuck yeah. in a lift. Yeah. And she gets to do her best scene. And uh... Yes, she does. Absolutely, she does. <laughs> Um, we also get to see Martin on the phone, and he's a fucking maniac. Um, mm. But yeah, I worry that the movie wants us to think that about someone else, because the person on the other end of the phone is Lee Schreiber, yeah. who has called, and he manages to get their address, um, yeah. at which point, having reluctantly given out his address, we cut to him, and he is playing a trans woman. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. We get to play that fun 90s game of, are you expecting me to be laughing at this person's mere existence, or am I the asshole? Yeah. I love that game. It's every 90s game. It's my favourite game because it just makes me, it makes me feel alive. I feel my heart pounding in my chest and it's the sweat, <laughs> that very specific cold sweat start to prickle. And, and I just love yep. it, Paul. And, and it starts it's, off badly, yeah. doesn't it? It doesn't start off great because yep. the, family, the family are all cunts and uh, yep. P- Piers Morgans, as I like to call them. And, um, <laughs> and, and Right, Piers. Like, all ignoring the fact that Lee Schreiber is fucking hot. <laughs> oh yeah yeah um, yeah let's not have any mistake actually, about that leaf schreiber looks fucking great in this movie actually stunning but um actually stunning yeah but yeah. uh yeah and then the movie oh paul it careens between the two uh <laughs> the rest of the movie it's, rest it's... of the movie will have lovely moments of uh sympathy and actual observation combined with just the most trans panic you've ever seen in your life yeah so yeah thanks 90s yeah. I guess, yeah. If a, if a gay guy was here, or a black person, it would be the same deal. It would be yeah. well-intentioned, incredibly naive shit. The only yeah. difference is it's unlikely. No, with a gay person, it probably would have been a hetero um, person playing that character. But mm. with a black person, at least, they probably wouldn't have blacked up in the 90s. Yeah, when was Soul Man? 80s? <laughs> yes, it was. There you go. Well, there we so. go. Different time. There we go. Different, Different time. Fucking time. Out with Thatcher. Out with blackface. Out. That's what we all yep. say. Mickey Rooney tried. He tried to continue doing it into the 90s, but yeah. luckily he's very small, so people could just put a box <laughs> over him and he couldn't get out. <laughs> and he's still there to that day. And if you listen, listen quietly on a calm night, you'll still hear him saying Jimmy Gillikas. <laughs> Who's the good guy in that joke? Me for making a joke about his height or, or Mickey Rooney. I dare you to sympathize with Ricky Rooney, Mickey Rooney in this joke. Or Ricky Mooney. Or Ricky Rooney. Any, any of them. They're a terrible bunch and a varying We're a terrible bunch. This is and, like mixed nuts. Nobody is sympathetic. So. <laughs> and I hate everyone. And um, yeah. yeah, so... Oh, God. Well, they, Paul, what... They, ha- oh, they try and fix the lift and Madeline Kahn almost dies. They try and fix dies. the lift. Yeah, they, they continue to be just absolutely awful at helping people. Khan is lifted out of the lift, but then Juliet Lewis shows up and gets the lift working, and it's a yeah. it's, it's a, mo- a moment that is played very large. Um, v- oh, Paul, it's it's a uh, it could be played large, or it could just be a norm a normal size scene played over itself a hundred times. Um, who's to say? It's a scene of sound and fury told by a madman signifying nothing is uh, yeah. what it is. Yeah. And, and 
at this point they come into the house and the William Tell Overture starts to play and I really just want everything to stop. <laughs> I start to Existence. sympathize with the people on the other end of the suicide hotline number. I want it to be the like the end of Cabin in the Woods. <laughs> just all the doors to open, just different creatures to come out. Yeah, and eventually oh, just a god to come out and destroy the world. Um, <laughs> cut to black and it's just you yeah. in the nothing. <laughs> And, and and the film can carries on in spite of all this. Um, yeah, we've got we've got a lot of stock music to play still. So fuck me. me. And, uh, what's left is basically a list of things that happen. There is not necessarily an implied sequence. Daphne's no. brother gets knocked out, so they take him to a vet. Yeah. Adam Sandler comes back with a ukulele, and it's no- it doesn't last as long as you might fear. <laughs> I'll see you later, Louis. And it's probably the, the, it's one of the quieter, least annoying moments of the movie, I would say, because Adam Sandler, despite doing his voice, is just, oh God, the voice. it's not, it's not, the, the, the singing wasn't as egregious. It was one line, I think, the first mm. time, mm. which helped. Yeah. <laughs> it was dreadful, but quite short. Yeah. But um, Daphne's brother overdoses on dog medicine? I ignored that bit. Fair uh, enough. Schreiber... Not intentionally. Schreiber arrives at the house, someone gets knocked out. Is it Madeline Kahn? Um, yes, Madeline Kahn gets knocked out. And uh-huh. Steve Martin's very surprised that Liv Schreiber's here. Oh. Yup, and that answers the question. That, I think that's the uh, final scene of the game that we were playing. <laughs> oh yes, we've got a definitive answer on that then. Yeah, great. With their little but, dance. Yeah, but then, yeah, this is one of those things like <sighs> I interpreted it. Everything that Liv Schreiber did was so graceful and wonderful. I was like, oh, it's, it's sympathetic. It's, there's a lot of heart here. Oh, no, it's just me in 2022 having that opinion. Um, yes, and Schreiber, I think, playing it straight, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Um, but everything else about the movie is inviting you to find this hilarious. Oh, God, imagine. Um, oh, yeah, God. They, do, they do a dance, and then Madeline Kahn wakes up and, and sees them. And yep. the shame, Paul, the shame. Oh, the shame. He pulls away very quickly. Oh. And she's mad about the eviction notice, so she threatens yeah. to sue and leaves. For no reason, yeah. Yeah, again, uh, that won't go anywhere. Yeah. Rita Wilson comes home and is in a dress and is being followed around by the car- camera at butt height, so now she's hot. Now, she, now she's hot, yo. And Only Adam now Sa- is she hot. Yeah. Adam Sandler always thought so, though, and he, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah, he plays the song later, obviously, be crazy if uh, you did that first. Well, not crazy, yeah. but uh, also yeah. crazy. And they all they have a dinner. Uh, yes, and ending with Martin throwing a cake out the window and accidentally smashing Madeline Kahn's window, which forces her absolutely forces her to fucking the neighbor guy. Yeah, it's very oh, Paul. It's very love happens, isn't it? Is it love happens? The Jeremy Irons, the Jeremy's Iron. Uh, movie. Oh no, no! Marriage, weddings, and other oh, disasters. It probably it. wasn't marriage, weddings, and other disasters. <laughs> marriage. Love, marriage, and other disasters. One of one of those, and yeah, it's got one of those that, three things. It's got that sort of vibe going on at the moment. Um, they do a fuck on the beach. Um, yeah, with dogs, <laughs> with dogs, dogs all yapping around as we all wish we could. And oh, Christ, and and then um, it's, that's it. Juliet Lewis's. Uh, American Australian boyfriend Daphne's brother from Frasier turns up with and gun a gun and yep. Juliet Lewis wrestles I, it off uh, oh the, he injures he it, shoots Liv Schreiber's foot yes whilst she is trying to disarm him the only put member of the group who is doing so yes um 
Also, I can't remember what his problem with them is or why he has a gun, but he does, and this is happening. Schreiber gets shot, but then Lewis takes the gun away and decides that the gun needs to be emptied, and the best way to do that is to randomly fire it into different directions in the flat. Yeah, very Gary Marshall move, isn't it? Um, (laughs) He was always doing that. Pretty Woman, I haven't seen Pretty Woman. (laughs) Gary Marshall, the man, couldn't let him near (laughs) sight. And and, and yeah, she, she, she lets loose two of those bullets at the door at head and uh, heart height. And it just yep. so happens that Gary Shandlord is behind oh, that door. Oh no, the landlord. Gary Shandlord, the landlord, oh, was wish right we, there. We all wish we could do that, don't we? Hmm. Oh, Gary Shandlord, the landling, was behind <laughs> the door and gets murdered. So yeah. yeah, so we've got a bunch of things now. Rita Wilson is uh, into Steve Martin again. So they yeah. have a bath side kiss. Uh, Sandler and Schreiber get a scene, and it scares me to think about the ideas that this might be triggering him for 20 years since. Oh, God, um, yeah. Juliette Lewis and Daphne's brother consider the body of Gary Shandling. <laughs> yeah. These three things happen simultaneously. And am I right in thinking that the bathside kiss uh, does, it, it does elevate into a bathside fuck? Oh, I don't know. So I didn't know I how they, to take it that way. I it thought started with out... a panic attack. Uh, yeah. Well, there we go. There we go. Don't all fucks, don't they? <laughs> right? Please. Ladies? Please. Uh, so, oh yeah. So, um, well, they come out rearranging their clothes and looking flustered and... Uh, oh, okay. I well, they disguise dead Gary Shandling as a Christmas tree and yeah. try to take him out of the boardwalk. But, oh, fuck, the rollerbladers show up again and cause another accident, revealing the body to everyone. John Stewart, stop ruining Christmas for everyone. So um... <laughs> We're trying to get rid of a festive body, John Stewart. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then the, the police show up and everybody gathers yeah. round and there's a whole palaver. Ah. Madeline ah. Kahn lies to the police, tries to obstruct justice, and she gets let off because yeah. she's Madeline Kahn and she did a funny thing earlier. And, and, and <laughs> We all saw it. Yeah. And, and then Juliet, I mean, Australian Daphne's brother, uh, yeah. says he was the one who did it. Yeah, and, and then Lewis yeah. reveals the gun, which Daphne's brother grabs and runs away in a sequence so tense that I genuinely fall asleep and have to rewind it later. Oh, God. I always... I always do that. I have been dissociating quite a lot. It's a serious issue. Um, <laughs> I literally fell asleep the second. What's weird, I went back and watched it and was like, so when did I stop? It was literally the minute he grabbed the gun <laughs> off of her. I closed my eyes and went to sleep. <laughs> Thanks, brain. <laughs> it's always trying to do what's best for me. And I'm so rarely listen. Oh, I God. so rarely listen. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe you should, because um, when you don't, you do things like Anthony LaPaglia, Australia, Daphne's boyfriend, <laughs> the brother. And um, yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's, all, it's all claps in Paul, all realities. Um, he gets up on the roof and Steve Martin uses all the skills he's demonstrated earlier in the movie to talk him down. <laughs> all his learnings oh, wait. that he's had. None of that happened. Well, he talks him down <laughs> he, anyway. He talks him down anyway, but surprise, the guy that they killed was the serial killer. Gary Shandling was the killer, so... so All's forgiven. You know, all is forgiven. No question. No further questions. You're free to go. And then she gets birth. <laughs> yeah. Under yeah. And, and then nativity scene. There you go. Ah, that chuckle. That fucks. was all leading up to this. Yeah. Bottom. We all better. remembered the beleaguered trans woman from the nativity would honestly make it better. <laughs> <laughs> the set upon trans woman. Yeah. Who's more competent than anyone else in the room, but everyone still thinks it's a joke because they're dicks. Yeah best part of the bible <sighs> and that's the end of mixed nuts indeed we've got salt on our fingers <laughs> oil on our lips and a greasy stomach where we were eating <laughs> them from we didn't have any cutlery left she <laughs> took them all and now yeah here we are 
staring into yeah. the abyss. And that's Sometimes. what the fundamental problem is with, oh, mate, I've got to go shake my balls again. Sorry. Oh, God, I can't believe I have to do this so many times a day. <sighs> I, if only there was a simpler way than starting a house fire and diving into it. <laughs> balls first in the hopes <laughs> of singeing off the hair. And yet that's the, that's my reality. So excuse me for a moment. Shlunk, 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 petrol can. <laughs> Hang on a tick. What? What the fuck is that? Match in my hand. <laughs> what is it? What is it, mate? That thing over your shoulder. What? Oh, that's the sponsorship deal for Manscaped. We should probably look at it. Okay. Oh my god, it's the answer to all of my problems. Oh, I dropped the match. <laughs> that's well. right, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> because as he is about to find out. <laughs> Manscaped is the best in men's downstairs grooming, fixer-upping, even selling for a profit, if that's the kind of thing you go for. You know what? You don't even have to be a man. Flip those balls. (laughs) Burn them. Burn them. Or don't. Because you know know what? You don't even have to be a man or have a horror show down there. Guy, girl, or (laughs) non-binary, you're going to benefit from the performance package just like more than 7 million men and their double number of smooth balls. And if you want to be one of those beneficiaries from old Uncle Smooth Balls, then you can, because Manscaped are offering 20% and free worldwide shipping with the code OGTPOD at manscaped.com. Unbelievable. And I suppose with that sort of thing, well, it's the kind of thing where you might be able to get the performance package 4.0. Well, I'd imagine so. Well, what would the benefits of that be? What? Getting the lawnmower 4.0, a waterproof and also 4,000 LED spotlight-having thing in order to precisely shave your balls. Thing, it says. Thing Thing. is what it is. (laughs) Would you get that? Uh, Probably not. Probably wouldn't also get the weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, a cutting-edge ceramic blade being used in order to reduce grooming accidents, thanks to the advanced skin-safe technology, both of which are waterproof. You wouldn't be getting that sort of thing. Nor would you be getting the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant, or the Crop Reviver Toner, or the Performance Boxer Briefs, or the Travel Bag to put it all in. And hang on a minute, you would get all of those things. Oh, you would. You would get those, just to be clear. You'd get each one, all of them. For contractual purposes, to be clear, you do get those. All of those in the Performance Package 4.0. Absolutely. It's it's amazing as in, as uh, stated before as stated before in the hearings as the previous stated. advert um, we are we have been longtime advocates of shaving those balls uh, we've 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 gone the whole route from the whole route mm, it's not a word that I say from where I'm from we go the whole mm-hmm. we've we've gone the whole gamut of, uh, of 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 smooth balling exercises from setting a house fire in houses that you just broken into to record advertisements to to using <laughs> hair clippers. Or, uh, or, you know, scissors, if you're just looking for a little trim. And none of it's if. good. If you're always looking for a little trim and then a big trim, and then you cut your balls on some shitty old hair clippers. But not anymore. I've, 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 I say, I say, I've, I've been using the Manscaped... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been using the Manscaped... Yep, I've been using the Manscaped lawnmower trimmer uh, since, it, since it fell into my lap, because the, we have a very, very uh, personable postie. Uh, I, I've been getting, I've been getting down and dirty, intimate with it. I've got one leg up on the on the bath as the shower's running, and do you know what? My balls are smooth, and everybody knows about it because I can't stop yelling about it when the shower's on or off. Or off, windows open. If you're in a school, yeah. no matter what, you're always yelling yeah. about it. And now it's time for you to yell about it too. I I, I have used the ball deodorant. I've got to say, I've oh, used the crop toner, you. and it, and and I, and I spritzed as well. All thanks to Manscaped. 
And uh, if you want to be one of those smooth balling, scrotal spritzing winners, yeah, then you can at manscaped.com. And you can get 20% off of your order and free worldwide shipping with the code OGTPOD at manscaped.com. Oh, amazing. Manscaped, a better way to ball. What did you think of Mixed Nuts? Oh, Paul, it was uh, lots of kooky music and people running around oh, yelling. Jesus. Open this door right now. We have an employee who desperately needs to get in. First, I thought, well, this is charmingly naff and I might be able to feel fondly towards it within like the first five minutes. And with every passing minute, it just got that little bit more annoying <laughs> until I was genuinely yep. angry. Uh, yep, absolutely. Yeah, it, it really. Oh, sorry. So, no, it, it's just so it was so artless. There was yeah. nothing like the fact that a respected cinematographer uh, had like the helm here. Yeah, uh, my God. It's baffling because it, it looks it like really is. they just rolled cameras and went, go! And everybody said their lines at once at the same time. Yeah. It's very hard for me to see how this went so wrong because it is yeah. dreadful. It's aimless. None of the characters have anything to them. They are all going for kind of kooky side character, but it's not yeah. funny. Yeah. It's very awkward and just... Yeah, jo- it's joyless, and in terms of the dark humour, it just doesn't have the insight to make it properly funny. Yeah. As far as it goes, it's just, what if the people on the suicide hotline treated it like a, any other job and were actually just as fucked up as the people who are calling? Yeah. But again, without the insight, so people just perform, yeah. you know, issues. And as for the na- the matter of the sort of trans uh, narrative within yeah. it, it comes right back down to that thing. We've had it before, but I can't remember what movie it was. But it's right down to the fact that it can't even really bother to be properly offensive. Uh, that it's was the just... Nan movie, Paul. Oh, fuck me, was it actually? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, it's just that there's a trans person in it, but they can't really think of anything to say. And a couple of, you know, one or two actually nice, you know, observations, like they talk about voice dysmorphia and that kind of thing. They don't use mm. the word dysmorphia, but they talk about, mm. you know, the voice thing. But, you know, there's no real level of insight there or any commentary no. at all because there isn't really on anything. No. No, exactly. The the most insightful the movie gets hmm. are, are these few moments where it really just feels like one of the SNL team just just wanked out their B grade material. Like the the the, the bit where Steve Martin calls the LA Times or whoever, yeah, and he and he's on he's on like a touch tone answering service, and he's got to he's just got to sit there and listen to all the options, and he's got to press yeah. a number, and 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 he eventually almost turns to camera. And, and does a what's the deal with that face and yeah and and then it's yeah like the, the 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 chat with the three dudes in the vet um women in their pillows what's that about oh my god so many pillows <laughs> how many pillows does susan have on her bed about 12 see what is it with women and pillows i mean how many do you need i mean how many do you need two one for you and one for her right yeah vanessa has has all these pillows i mean She's got, she's got round ones. She's got heart-shaped ones. She's got, she's got those pillows with the stuff around the edges. Ruffles? Yeah. So you want to go to bed? 
you gotta take all the pillows off. Then in the morning, you gotta put them all back on. What is the point? Jesus, what have we got, you know? What have we got that we can use? It's ridiculous. And I'd like to talk about Steve Martin. Okay. I've seen exactly one Steve Martin performance that I enjoyed and found funny, and that was The Man with Two Brains. Oh, yeah, okay. I remember finding that movie funny. I've seen some other Steve Martin stuff, including, obviously, some of his SNL stuff. What the fuck is SNL? America, how do you work? Explain (laughs) how SNL managed to last so long. Um, I, I would I would genuinely like to watch an episode of SNL without an American audience, just to like to, to watch it without <laughs> constant whooping. I don't feel like it would help. God, we are it... two wild and crazy guys. <laughs> uh, I think I'm getting happy feet. That was a Steve Martin bit. <laughs> oh, great. Well, I've seen. We'll, we'll talk about SNL uh, like a different episode, maybe just a, a whole Patreon episode about what the fuck is SNL. Go- <gasps> Well, back to back every episode of SNL. Yeah. <laughs> we hate ourselves now. But um, yeah, I I remember watching The Jerk and uh, I got I got to yes, the end I of it and went, jerk. I'm ready to laugh. <laughs> and maybe I thought it was maybe yeah. not meant to be that kind of movie, but um, I'd always been yeah. under the impression that Steve Martin was a, a funny man. And... Well, that's the reputation that America promises that he's earned out there. But I've never managed to actually see much evidence of it, except for the man with two brains. And I think he was just working with good material. Yeah. You know, I really, I always remember his way. It was like, so far, we've only managed, we can save your wife by, and it's David Warner doing it. We can save your wife by transferring her mind into a body of another person. So far, we've only managed to do it with primates. And Steve Martin just says, I couldn't fuck a gorilla. (laughs) And David Warner replies, no, of course. But <laughs> it's just, it's so straight. That's yeah. the thing about it, is it's straight, it's deadpan mm. for the most part. Which is which not is... what Steve Martin seems to be known for. It seems to be known for gurning and screaming. Oh, um, uh, Little Shop of Horrors. He plays the dentist, he's oh, good. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, yeah, twice. Like, I, um, twice, motherfucker. Yeah, I, <laughs> when I was younger, I conflated him and Leslie Nielsen. Um, because right, as, as a that. child, gonna... they were just yeah. two older men with grey hair, uh, uh, like in yeah. comedies. And um, may, like maybe I got that impression from it, but like it's funny that the straight delivery again works best for Steve Martin. Yeah, but the absolutely. But, I mean, look in in mixed nuts when he's on the phone with the hilarious newspaper touch tone thing. he's yeah. he's, he's he can't not move. It would have like it would have been funnier if he'd have just sat or stood deadpan. You yeah, know, bated breath, waiting, but it, like he had to keep throwing up his arms and gesticulating and moving. Yeah, and and it's too, it's too much, which is a pro- like the main problem of this movie is it's too much. There's no mm. yes, um, absolutely. The, 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 the mantra the less is more uh, was mm. was had its throat slit and dumped into a ditch. Yeah, um, yeah. round back. It it, I, it gives you no space to process anything. No downtime mm. to, to anything to sink in. No character moments that to to let you to give yeah. you an in to to the story. Um, and then when it ends, it, it like as the reviewer said, it does all tie up nicely at the end, and it's shit. <laughs> it's yeah. um, it, 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 no, nah, like to be to be to not be glib, it it ties up very nicely at the end, and it's so convenient and so uh, mm. facetious that it's kind of insulting. Uh, yeah. And so insincere. Yeah. Well, oh, I forgot. Haley Joel Osment was co- was um credited in this as the kid. Mm. I Which don't... kid? Wait, the baby. Jesus, maybe. 
1995? 1994? No. Six no, not for Sixth Sense. No. No, no idea. Yes, the, the Leslie Nielsen comparison is very apt, and it just feels like it didn't really land ever for him. So, yeah. you know, focusing in, Mad- Madeline Kahn, and we'll see this in Quickfire, is, I think, the best performer in the film. Yeah. Men are not true to anything. They will have sex with the tree. Mrs. Munchnik, if you look out the window, you'll see him pulling up on his bicycle at any moment. I could be having a Christmas Eve dinner right now with all of my dead husband's relatives. I am not someone with no place to go. Men are not true to anything. They will have sex with the tree. Mrs. Munchnik, if you look out the window, you'll see him pulling up on his bicycle at any moment. I could be having a Christmas Eve dinner right now with all of my dead husband's relatives. I am not someone with no place to go. And she's still given a very little to work with. Very little to work with, but she's doing the voice. She's doing the austere kind of thing. Yeah. She's playing it relatively natural. She's, yeah, mm-hmm. she's, well, no, not natural, sorry. She's playing <laughs> it very austere, sort of caricature-ish. She's, it feels Great character work. Yeah. You believe in this crazy person. But, um, yeah, it, that, that was an entertaining performance. Mm. Leave Schreiber should not be playing a trans woman, but yeah. is nevertheless doing so with a fair amount of heart and sincerity. And yeah. a couple of good lines. And again, looking gorgeous, as we agree. Yeah, it's amazing. My voice puts you off, doesn't it? Not at all. It doesn't suit me. In that sense, I am exactly like Kissinger. Henry Kissinger? Haven't you noticed? He has this odd little nasal voice in a pompous, fat body. <laughs> Must upset the Russians terribly. <laughs> I met him once. How fascinating. Not that he would remember me. No one does. It, it, again, it could just be a performance from Lee Schreiber, but it never felt uh, patronizing. It felt like not on her side, uh, his, yeah. Yeah. not on the, the actor's side yeah. of that character, whose pronouns are not made clear. No. Um, well, Steve Martin does very, very clearly. Uh, <laughs> like Steve Martin corrects when Rita Wilson goes, "Oh, is that her her coat?" And Steve yeah. Martin goes, "His coat." Her her pronoun their pronouns are never made clear by them. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Based on whatever interaction he has, because the um I believe somewhere there's a horrific plot summary that uses the the T word to describe her, you know, the T word that has a V in it. Um oh, yeah, yeah. and then elsewhere in the Wikipedia summary, uh they are described as a trans woman. So okay. but you know, I don't know who wrote that or where that comes from. Yeah. So because well, it was I the nineties, I assumed it was uh, a cross dresser, but it's uh Yeah. Because the fucking uh, the milieu <laughs> at the time, yeah. I don't think was sophisticated enough. But yeah, and and to be clear, when I said Steve Martin makes it clear, um, oh yeah, I was I, I was that that was a criticism of the film. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no worries. But um, like yeah, crossdresser. But I don't know if crossdressers often went by female pronouns when they did, unless it was True. was like a drag performance. Yeah, because yeah. I, I saw because there's a there's a, a good podcast I've discovered as a result of this because I wanted to hear some other perspectives and I found mm. a podcast called Is It Transphobic, which is entirely mm. a panel of three people uh, watching movies and trying to, you know, okay. talk about whether or not they portray trans people positively and then either way whether or not the movie is entertaining, which is quite fun. Okay, um, that's cool. And they talked about mixed nuts and basically I think their conclusion was no and mm. no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not necessarily inherently transphobic, although there is a fair amount of trans panic stuff. Yeah. Um, but yes, it is not entertaining. So there's no re- real reason to go in here and find out if you're interested yeah. in uh, uh, representations of people from 
you know, different identities in yeah. the 90s, which is a very interesting avenue because the There's 90s represented there. the kind of peak get out period of sort of yeah. liberal complacency, you know, of just sort of, <laughs> yeah. yes, let's be inclusive. Oh, should we get anyone to actually direct these movies? <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> I narrowed my eyes, people. I see that got picked up on Mike. Oh yeah, definitely, mate. Um, so that's yeah. that's that. But yes, in general, it's just a shame. It's a shame that this misfired. All right, let's let's, let's things, quick fire things that we actually liked about this stupid, terrible movie. <laughs> quick fire, and then also let's commit to watching the good Noir Ephron movies in the next year, so that next Christmas we can uh, we can feel the better for it. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. The opening starts with White Christmas as sung <laughs> by, oh god, I have the band, I don't know what they are. But it's a very good rendition of White Christmas mm. and it was young Steve Martin cycling and I just kind of thought well surely I'll like this. <laughs> surely I will. He's so you energetic. Christmas. It's got he's there, he looks good, and it's like Christmas music, and it's like yeah. I feel like he's cycling for a bustling city. I'll like this. And then literally the first comedy beat was like, oh okay. I see. Yeah. Right. Uh <laughs> actually the the that opening suggested to me that this wasn't gonna be to my tastes. And uh, Oh really? Yeah. Ooh. I <laughs> there's something about Christmas comedies that start with christmas songs and i know that that makes a lot of sense but it sickens yeah. me <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I i just i just find it very boring um right <laughs> just I'd, I'd much rather it start not with uh like a funny not a funny but either an odd take on a christmas song or like a cr- happy christmas song playing whilst mm. it's a comedy thing is being set up Perhaps yeah. the, all those um, surviving Christmas with the head in the oven was probably the best, <laughs> the oh, best God, yeah. uh, version of that. Very dark, but um, I remember. As a, well, I, well, I don't me. remember. I listened to. I was opposing on that this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the sequence in particular, but just just to go. double check. You, but yeah, but you've got that playlist of um, our specific disagreements that you. That you <laughs> no, made, I don't. I have a playlist made of our Christmas episodes, <laughs> and I use that. You've you've edited edited it together. It's seventeen hours long. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, my uh, the first thing, my first moment where I thought, well, this might 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 maybe might get better when um, Gary Shandlord the Landling uh, is giving the <laughs> eviction notice to Steve Martin. He's walking around unscrewing lights and mm. and and turning off the yeah. exit the fire uh, the emergency exit sign just anything to oh, save yeah. money and it was it was a fun yeah. little thing and they never drew attention to it there was never a wait what are you doing you know moment it was yeah just something he That's did true. as they were having the discussion and that was very good god you're right with the movies we watch we do have to just appreciate things that aren't literally said for an audience as if they can't see the screen yeah oh god <laughs> um, I enjoyed when the skating people crashed into uh, the Santa played by um, yeah. Daphne's Australian brother. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed Parker Posey. No, it's it's earlier than that. It's when they pull alongside cycling Steve Martin. Mm. Um, Parker Posey just looks over and gives him a contemptuous gaze mm. <laughs> as they're as they're traveling level with each other, and I enjoyed that. That was probably the most LA feeling moment of the movie. Yeah, nice. Okay. 
<laughs> when just before Madeline Kahn goes off to get stuck in a lift, Rita mm. Wilson, like she'd set up that she's going to spend Christmas with her dead husband's family. Yeah. And uh, Rita Wilson goes, Say hello to your dead husband's sister for me. It's a very lame, cheery, yeah, very, I... very, very bad attempt at cheeriness. <laughs> I, I really liked Rita Wilson when she was playing it natural, when she was doing it mm. low-key. When obviously mm. she has to go big and she starts running around in the background and flailing her arms, it just feels a bit chaotic. But mm. I enjoyed her low-key stuff. That was fun. Mm. And um, her low-key stuff. Bi- and, uh, and her what? And her low-key stuff. And her low-key stuff is great. Yeah. Uh, speaking of low-key stuff, the physical comedy, for the most part, didn't really do it for me. But no. Steve Martin falling off a chair in the background yes. of shot and then springing back up to his feet was quite good. That was my next good thing. Uh, okay. Yeah. Because, yeah, it happens in the background. And yeah. he goes underneath the table and it's, it's great. Yeah. As long as you're off, yeah. you fall out of shot. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, okay. Yeah. When Madeline Kahn, she has a clicking on her phone and somebody calls and they're saying they're going to oh, yeah. kill, kill themselves right now. And this, yes. you know, the problem is when people call and they have their problems, they're not, nothing interesting is being said or nothing no. being hinted at. Everyone's just a weirdo. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, people who commit suicide. Oh, freaks. Yeah, exactly. It ends up right. being really... Der- they, they mentioned this in the um, Is It Transphobic podcast. Mm. It ends up being a jokes at the expense of the people who call up the phone. Yes, exactly. And yeah. That's not very good. But um, no, that's my hot take. But uh, <laughs> when there's somebody who's going to kill themselves and then it cuts to them. They're in a phone booth with a, you know, got a gun yeah. pointed at their head. And Madeline Khan he- is hearing the Wait, click is that the and- Steve Wright bit? I think it's maybe. Stephen Wright, right? The guy with the voice like this. Oh. oh, maybe. Merry Christmas, Lifesavers. How may we help you? Hello? 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 Static again. Hello? 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 I can't hear you. Try clicking on the little button. I'm having a problem hearing you. Look, I'm at the end of my rope and I want to die. Click it. Click it, please. Go ahead. Yeah, Stephen Wright, American comedian. I have him because, yes, I enjoyed his performance in that bit. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, well, my, my good thing is when she's, she's saying um, make it click because mm. like, she's getting a, click on, a pop on her line and uh, she, yeah. he needs to like click one end of the receiver or something. Yeah. And, obviously, and then there's a gunshot and, yeah. uh, and they hang up and Steve Martin goes... Mm. We were disconnected. If a person's really upset, they always call back. It's working. And he's not moving. Um, like no one's moving. Do you know what? Um, double check. It might. It might not be in response to that bit, but I thought it was because it was. <laughs> Perhaps my DVD thing. just jammed, but you know, I thought it was great. <laughs> the, but like the, anyway, like a call is cut short. Oh, if a person's really upset, they'll call back. Ten seconds of interminable silence when yeah. Steve Martin uh, does not move. And okay. it's very good. I will check it before I sample that silence. Uh, yes, okay. Well, this is the best scene of the movie, so maybe I should keep it. It's, um... No, let's, let's, myself. let's have it now. Nom, 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 nom. Whoa. Let's, look, let's have it. Let's eat it now. Um, and we can oh, worry about on, dessert then. later. Um, Madeline Kahn, she's stuck in a lift. Yeah. She gets all she gets out the presents that she's wrapped that she was taking. There's like musical instruments yeah. in there and a little synthesizer. <laughs> yeah. And she starts to sing a song about wanting help. And it's yeah. the best part of the movie. Testing one, two, three, four. 
My next good thing as well. We're we're yep. on we're on we're on track. <laughs> this is very very interesting. Um, <laughs> place your bets now, listeners. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, first. it's great. Madeline Khan is freestyling in the lift, and it's glorious. Um, it's very just, good. You just think she was given the directive to just be herself, just do whatever she <laughs> fucking wanted. And Pretend awesome. you weren't playing this terrible character I've written for you. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Okay. All right. Um, My next bit isn't too okay. far in the future. Oh no, I said that. You do it. You, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh, no, that was me. Oh. Yes. Sometimes I forget which bit I am. <laughs> it is hard after six years. But <laughs> um, when... So I've got um, p- pajama, pajama Christmas presents. Steve Martin gives Catherine a handshake. I think mm. he, put, he puts on the pajamas maybe that Catherine gets him because she's knitted them for him. Mm. And he thanks right. her by giving her a handshake. And it's a... There's something so cold and formal about the handshake instead of a hug. Um, 90s, mate, different time. 90s. Different time, mm. different life. And I, for one, appreciate it. Ah, Thanks, right. Tango. Okay. Mine is that Juliette Lewis, when she calls up the house, she's got her arm to her head and you can see that she's got quite a cool bracelet. Yeah. It's like Lovely. mahjong pieces assembled into uh, okay. a bracelet and it looks pretty cool. And that is bracelet knowledge, everyone. So Yeah. Yeah. Save the NHS. Um, when <laughs> bracelets, bad my bracelet. <laughs> Is that kidney on it? No, the profits aren't going to the NHS, but save it anyway. <laughs> save it and buy my bracelet. <laughs> save the it. The more money you give me, the less likely it is I'll be a burden on the NHS when I jump off that bridge <laughs> in five minutes. <laughs> if you don't buy this, they'll see the bracelet and they'll know. They'll know. They'll they'll know that. Uh, they'll know it was your it. fault. Yeah. <laughs> And then it's your burden. So when um, <laughs> Catherine, so it's established when Catherine, uh, well, when she gets sad earlier on, she ends up in the bathtub and she's having a little panic attack. And then yeah. later when she sees the eviction letter, she runs straight back to the bathroom and climbs into mm. the tub. And to me, that suggested that it wasn't just an emotional spur of the moment thing that like despair drove her to the bathtub that one time. It's just something yeah. that she does regularly. Yeah. Like, every day at work, <laughs> she will at, well, at least once go to the bathtub and have a cry. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. and that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, I can't remember the phrase that gets said. A person named Felix. Well, before there were cats named Felix, there were people named Felix. No, I think you'll find if you look that up, the exact opposite is true. Okay. And I enjoyed that. Yeah, that mm. phrasing was good. No, that's good. I'll sample the uh, whole thing, and then you'll know, audience. Okay, I'll listen to it now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh mate. Fantastic. Oh. Um, context it's great kids so i what i thought i heard when Catherine and steve martin are having a conversation and madeline khan chimes in from the lift hey dickheads yes I, it was I, 
It was dickheads. Yep. When I wrote it down, I thought, surely that's not in this film. <laughs> was it Deadheads? But no, okay, that's great. Hey, Dickheads. No, it was Dickheads because, again, the um, the Transphobia podcast really picked up on that and mentioned it several times. Ah, great. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, then that was great. That was very good. Um, okay, there's a moment, and again, it is slightly making fun, I think, of Lee Schreiber's strength and the idea, because hmm. like early on, the family were calling her Arnold Schwarzenegger, and the idea is that she's a, yeah. a not typically you know, feminine uh, person, and therefore yeah. it's funny. Yeah, da, da, ba, ba. But part of that <laughs> that was performed with relig- relatively good um, physicality was when mm. she has continued dancing whilst um, Steve Martin is just walking around the place. Mm. And as he passes, Lee Schreiber just casually picks him up and tosses him. And <laughs> Martin does a very good, he stars out and then does yeah. a good yelp. <laughs> so from both of them, it was good physicality yeah yeah, there was great physicality during the whole dance actually but that was especially good i I wish i knew the name of it but it's uh Mm. but and then later on actually when Catherine is no when madeline khan is up and Mm. you know doing doing the thing where you Mm. know she threatens to sue and all that lee schreiber could just be seen twirling and prancing around (laughs) the apartment right it's it's all graceful it was just Mm. it was really really lovely to watch yeah, just just the joy of watching somebody who can actually dance dance. Yeah, like, oh, that's what it must be like. Oh, if only. I'm sorry, mother. So, mother, um, I cannot the... dance with you. <laughs> Stop asking. All my <laughs> friends laugh. The um, <laughs> they said, "Oh, you're rubbish at dancing with your mum, mate. Come watch this," yeah. and they danced with her so much better, so much so more well. elegantly. So when they're in the vet, and um, the the vet runs out to uh, uh, tell his partner that he can't make christmas plans he's got to save a, a cat which is actually daphne's australian uh, american brother yeah mm. um Catman. as he runs past the cages of dogs outside he he says hi to them all very quickly and it, it's like oh hey billy bobby ricky peter butcher you know just just names right. <laughs> as he runs past <laughs> and that was a fun yeah just, that was a fun little bit that was a fun and there wasn't much and you know nothing again wasn't really drawn attention to. It was just yeah, blink and you miss. Blink those ears, just, listeners, and you miss it. Don't don't be blinking your ears during this movie. You'll miss yeah. the good bits. I tell you what, um, if you're gonna blink, if you want to blink them ears, wink them one at a time. <laughs> yeah, you'll, absolutely. Then you'll still hearing. get all the goodness. Yeah. Um. Okay. Here's a fucking horrifying thing that happened to me. Is that I liked oh, an Adam Sandler line. It's largely due to the context, but it's okay. when. They've explained the plan of dressing up the dead body as a Christmas tree and then taking mm-hmm. it out to the boulevard. Mm. What's going on? Something wrong? Nothing at all. Felix and Gracie have turned the landlord into a Christmas tree and now we're going to take it down and leave it on the boardwalk. And that's a good plan. We'll help you. And then cut okay. to them doing it immediately okay. because this was after a long discussion between them about whether or not they should do this and how ridiculous this plan yeah. is. But Adam Sandler agreeing that it's a good plan was enough to push it over the line and get this actually done was yeah amusing okay cool that's um you're actually if i were to be matching you that would be my final quick fire so i would ah. have to take a 10 10 minute step back yeah, i lag uh, behind a little i was i was i was taking my time on Liv schreiber uh <laughs> there's there, there is um you know for all the like the, the trans panic of the scene when they're on the sofa mm. talking yes. 
there's a power cut and when the lights come back on Liv Shriver is up close to Steve Martin and, and <laughs> when you said power kind of cut sorry I thought this was a new fun phrase that you had for a very powerful edit <laughs> <laughs> power cut <laughs> Michael Michael Bay's been talking about it a lot on his vlog and um, like in the moments when I can when I stop staring at the spinning screen to vomit uh, onto my lap <laughs> yeah I can pay attention yeah he's, he's all about the power cuts nowadays oh that's and, a power um, cut yeah, but in the old-fashioned sense of the word, the power cut, um, yeah. a good lights-on reveal. Oh, yes, I remember it, yes. It, yeah. It, yeah, I know. I, do, I just like the sentiment behind it, but you're right, it yes. was a, a, a surprising moment, which, you know, yes, it's good stuff. Which you've you got to be thankful for in this movie. You've got to be thankful for a movie that is absolutely <gasps> so on the rails. <gasps> I, felt, ah! <laughs> I felt something. La Kinema? Kids, come quick. <laughs> Kids, come quick, I can hug. <laughs> just briefly. You missed it. <laughs> Okay, so Martin's big speech is entirely unearned, but it's not bad. Mm, when he talks about the yeah. idea that Christmas is a magnifying glass that makes all of your troubles seem worse, and if you're lonely, yes. you're lonelier at Christmas, and everything that's a bit wrong in your mm-hmm. life feels much worse at Christmas. Yes. I like that, because that is a good explanation of the mm. sort of seasonal defective disorder and um, affective disorder. No. And also of the sort of, yeah, the the, the no, notion of Christmas and the new year as well is the idea yeah. that it is meant to be a sort of yardstick where you, you stop and you take stock of where you yeah. are, where your life is, and all of your little, you know, shortcomings and deficiencies suddenly feel representative as if they are yes. where you're at yeah. and a summary of what your life has meant so far. And that's terrifying and often very upsetting. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I like that, but I can't remember what his... Yeah. Oh, then his, his justification is, but still, something good might happen. Which, you know, <laughs> yeah. cheer up, love. Cheer up, love. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah, fuck. Yeah, it, it yeah, very much so. And you're right, it is unearned, because none of the film was about that. Absolutely. You know, and it could <laughs> so, have been. It could easily yeah. been just a bunch mm. of people who suddenly get very freaked out about their problems that they're barely on top of mm. most of the time. But no, it was just about the goofs and the kookiness. A a fast that played out very similar to the um, Soul Man uh, uh, <laughs> scene, you know, with the, oh, everyone's in different rooms and we keep walking in on each other. Yes, oh, although every time something like that was about to happen, they stopped. Like, at one point, the ex shows up and they're just like, yeah. bye. And they have a relatively good line, I think. Something like, can you yeah. wait? Uh, something like, can you wait? But then yeah. she replies and then she says something good in return to that. I'll sample it here if I can be fucked. Okay, let me, I'll just, in, just in case she can be fucked. Nice. And if I can't? Um, nice. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> He's taking a bath with Catherine. Would you like to wait? No. Good, because there's enough going on here as it is. When, again, uh, in this scene, sentiment, not great, but when uh, Liv Schreiber is, is talking to Steve Martin and, and about how nobody ever wants to dance with her, and... Steve Martin talks about how he uh, never cares what anybody thinks. Mm. So you so you, you wouldn't hesitate to dance, even with me? And at this point, Steve Martin has her coat and is trying to encourage her to leave. And he goes, absolutely not. And with a shit-eating grin, he shakes her coat again. As if, like, you know, talk as if, well, as if talking to somebody he thinks is insane. So, yeah. like, the sentiment <laughs> is not great. But the, the f- for, like, the one time in this movie, the physicality. Yeah really worked the, like yeah. Steve Martin other than the pratfall <laughs> off the chair yeah yeah and yeah okay. fair enough uh, mm. 
there's when Madeline Kahn is leaving uh, after threatening to sue and she's insulting Catherine, saying she's a bloodsucker and Steve Martin defends her and, and Madeline Kahn goes, Catherine wants to rip your clothes off, Philip. And there's a pause. She does. And again, <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the closest to deadpan probably of uh, Steve yeah. Martin in the entire movie. And, and just that. Because after that, um, after that, he does become like a, whoa, Catherine's fit now. Oh, this changes everything. Yeah, uh, exactly. It's like, oh, great. You're as bad as Tim Allen, mate. Actual Tim Allen in his real life. <laughs> Actual Tim Allen. <laughs> no, um, you take that back. <laughs> it's said it doesn't matter how many times I take it back. It's going to be used against me. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, my final one is when um, Australian-American man Daphne's boyfriend brother from Fraser, uh, Becker, uh, tells everybody his plan. We take it downstairs. We leave it on the boardwalk. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, it's yeah, good. it was good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I can, I yeah. can see. No, I know. I, I just, you know, it stood out to me as a joke, as a joke that would be funny. Yeah, yeah. And I can, I can see how you'd find that funny, Paul. Yeah. And my yeah. final moment mm. was that final image where we see the nativity, the fake mm-hmm. nativity that's grown up, and we pull out. And yeah, it was just, it was fairly nice. It was a bit green away. It had that Nykvist uh, cinematography. He shot Fanny and Alexander, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> I love that film. <laughs> and it's just, yeah, it, it, you know, they're, they're running an advertisement for that. They're, they're trying to make it a Christmas movie, which it is, kind mm. of, for a bit, yeah. um, at the BFI. And they're like, it's a Dickensian tale. And it's like, yeah, it is Dickensian. It's one third a Christmas carol and then two thirds Oliver Twist. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> We'll see. See how people get on with that. Yeah. But yeah, so oh, fucking magic. Yeah, it moment. just looks nice. It's a good bit of yeah. Night Fist cinematography and a nice little Christmassy spirit. Mm. Oh, I forgot. Last week I mentioned to Jen that I had a better appreciation of modern, bland, soulless um Christmas movies, which honestly mm. I would sooner watch than a failed attempt at a black comedy that pokes fun at Christmas. It's more digestible. Yeah. Lindsay Lohan is more digestible than this. Um But God. I happened to I happened to mention Last Christmas, Paul Feig's mm-hmm. movie from a couple of years ago of Amelia Clark. Oh, yeah. And I mentioned to her that the movie has a particularly amusing plot twist, and I managed to capture her reaction. Uh, would you also like to hear this plot twist, or will you one day watch Last Christmas? I can't imagine I'm ever going to get around to watching Last Christmas, so... All right. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Fucking wow. <laughs> wow. I... Wow. I know, when I realized that's what was happening, like, I just literally started laughing out loud. That's fantastic. Thank you, Emma and- Thompson. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like we've all been had by Emma Thompson. Doing- I feel like that was, it's, it, literally that's what it felt like. It felt like, by the way, this whole thing has been a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, uh, at least they're honest, you know? And, and- I know. I think I think we can all appreciate a Christmas joke. Yeah, it's a it's literally a cracker joke, and I I loved it for that. So oh, yeah, the one better thing is last Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Well, I, I can't help but wonder what might be in our stockings from the OG team. But I think we might be disappointed. <laughs> Coal, mate. Yeah, yeah, I had a little. No look. one's got no shit. one's seen it apparently, or they have. <laughs> no. and they resent the fact that we still exist. <laughs> oh yeah, there's that as well. They hate us. Mm. I forgot. Um, yeah. 
but also yes no nobody's seen mixed nuts is what i'm learning <laughs> and i can't recommend that anyone does please my one better thing legitimately is the good nor iphone films but i feel like outside of me that's not a tough sell i feel like for the people who actually like yeah. comedy movies sleepless in seattle and you know you've got mail like all timers yeah you you recommending those to people is like somebody saying to you oh i've found a really niche art <laughs> film and it's called old boy <laughs> fair enough <laughs> <laughs> but i also haven't seen them so uh, well true so i recommend yeah. to us that we watch nora efron uh, those four movies we're gonna watch you know uh when harry met sally uh sleepless in seattle you've got mail and julie and julia which Michael I don't think is actually a um a rom com, that last one. I think it's something oh, else. Okay. But yeah, so yeah, that's where we're at. That's the state All of right. the art. How about you? What about Go your ahead. one better thing? The one better thing. Um well I was just thinking of farces and um oh, yeah. look, look out the window, mate. <laughs> but um <laughs> oh, I hate I hate that this government is uh vaguely left leaning and <laughs> just, just kind of just nothing. Um, <laughs> God, I uh, wish I had a government of nothing. That'd be lovely. I know. It's, it's fucking great. So, um, <laughs> just not to talk about all the lovely things they do. I'm just affecting oh. a, a political position for not even laughs. I don't know why I'm here. Um, <laughs> got carnage uh, and noises off. I think I've mentioned them both before as one better things, but like mm. carnage, carnage and noises off basically do the chaos uh well you know what's it, the it's second one you're saying uh noises off it's uh i, I have mentioned it. it once and i cannot oh. remember which film it was one better thing for oh. but um it's uh it's a michael kane uh michael kane michael kane movie as uh he's a director of a play and it's um a very fast-paced play and mm. loads of things keep going wrong during rehearsals right. and it's and it's a lot of really cool oneers and just very fast paced, really oh, wow. tightly choreographed scenes um, that take place on the set and the camera sort of moves f- uh, uh, from, you know, stage to backstage. And it's, it's really impressive. And, oh, it's Michael uh, Frayn wrote the, uh, wrote the, wrote the, wrote the uh, oh. play. Oh, okay. Oh. I like, oh, I like Michael Frayn. Michael Frayn. Michael Frayn See- and Michael Caine. <laughs> Was <laughs> exactly. Oh, there was a typo, and um, was like, no, no. Oh. I wanted, oh, I wanted Burt Reynolds. <laughs> oh my god! It was directed by um, horsey ex model. Um, uh, what's her name? Sybil Shepherd. Sybil Shepherd's um, old husband, Peter Bogdanovich, director of At Long Last Love. Well, there you go. That'll <laughs> that'll make sense now. Um, what sure a wonderful does. film! Uh, yeah, they're they're, they're mm. both great in their own ways. Carnage, uh, specifically for dialogue, and again, it's another play. Um, mm. uh, noises off. It just when you're doing chaos, it has to be surgical. It has to be so tight, um, or you know, it, like or it's a stampede. 28 days late 28 weeks later type mayhem but when it yeah. when it's like chaos between three people you can't just have them all yell with kooky music playing and yeah. and, and hope that that's going to be enough yeah uh, noises off is a very good example of how you how to craft it. portray something like that yes excellent perfect well there you go that was yeah. the one better thing the one better thing yeah the one better thing well, Paul, how can people find out all about our Christmassy adventures in Snowland? By which I mean the UK. And by snow, I mean oh. come. 
well, they can cancel their U-Porn subscriptions because it's killing the industry. <laughs> and, and honestly, putting hardworking filmmakers like us out of, out of business. doesn't matter that the complaints and many of the negative reviews are revolved around the fact that we don't have any actual sexual intercourse in the movies. It's completely, yeah. it's completely U-Porn. How vulgar. Yeah. Since when is porn all about that? Yeah. What's, what's wrong with giving her a kiss? And, and by that, I mean having a conversation because love of God. Yeah. Nothing. We don't want any, no bodies. It's just, just yeah. a black screen with two voices talking. Much like if you're listening to this and you close your eyes. Go on, do it. Because if you go onto Twitter and Facebook and look at <gasps> OGT Pod, we're there. And on Twitter and OGT Pod, we, ba- we say, listen to this show. And um, so if you do that, and then you come back to us, we can say, hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, you can find us. We have a Patreon now uh, as, yeah. of, uh, as of January uh, 20. We've had a exactly. Patreon for quite a few years. And yeah, uh, you know, on so it, you much stuff hundreds, in there. Hundreds, hundreds of hours, mate, of, uh, of extra special oh. content all for you. Uh, we are currently uh, reworking our top 30 list. Remember yeah. that episode we did fucking years ago? A, a first year. Years ago. Yeah, first year. As first year cucks, we did our uh, top 30 <laughs> movies. And we're in the process of reworking it based on um, a, a rubric Paul picked up in his many travels Ooh. with Laura. Ooh, free cinema. 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 And uh, yeah, and more and more. And uh, if you liked liked any of the bullshit that came out of our mouths you might also like our ttrpg <laughs> dnd podcast quest fantastic it's mm. been a crazy time things have been going off the walls and then back on the walls and then they find the glued to the wall now so they can't leave again and uh. um and, and whilst we try and do that I, I i heartily recommend you get on board yeah absolutely mm. i'm paul on board i'm also paul on board Stop oh, it. brilliant Oh, and remember, the one good thing about Mixed Nuts is that it's actually in no way representative of the best of Nora Efron's work, and that's something we can all celebrate. Yay! Yay!